Hi, Leslie. How's it going? Hi there. Everything is going well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I am just so grateful to have you on um, as one of our uh, guests for season three. I'm super excited. I um, I knew I wanted to kind of come with the season strong, and I knew that you were going to be someone who can definitely bring some value uh, to the community. So I'm super grateful. Um, and so can you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, who are you? And tell us a little bit about your business. Okay. Um, I like to start off with telling people my zodiac sign. (laughs) (laughs) I am a Gemini, um, Haitian American, and I am a mother. So that's kind of like who I am first, you know, Mm -hmm. um, as a business owner, I'm a hustler. I've always Mm -hmm. been a hustler. Um, I recently saw a meme that said, you know, like, um, people that used to sell like chips and candies and go on a bus in middle school. Like I'm sure you guys are entrepreneurs now and I'm that girl. I was that girl. Um, so yeah, I started out actually as a blogger before mm. Instagram um, and social media was a big thing. We remember MySpace. Um, mm-hmm. and during that time I was just blogging on like blogspot.com and um most of the people that you see are digital creators now are technically were technically bloggers in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, at this stage, a lot of them either have their own fashion business because most of the yeah. bloggers that I follow are actually were actually like um, in the fashion realm, you know, mm-hmm. fashion and beauty. Um, so I was a blogger, and when I started Instagram, it was just an easy transition to kind of like transition your blog into a yeah. mini blog on social media. Right. So the people that knew me, my friends, um, or the people that follow me, they were always complimenting my feed. Like, you do so well. How do you get your pictures like this? But I think as a digital creator, which wasn't the title then, um, mm-hmm. we, it just became natural for us, right? But I actually turned that hobby into a career. Someone um, suggested like, hey, you do a really good job with your feed. And I think you'll work well with this um, local brand. So um, I sent them a proposal. They hired me. And um, that that person actually um, was close friends with like other kind of like celebrity or celebrity wise. And I worked for them. And then it just kind of got, you know, went from there. Mm-hmm. So I started out just as a social media strategist, but today mm-hmm. I have my own digital marketing agency. Um, so that's kind of like how that started out. I turned my um, hobby into a career and literally um, Google, YouTube, um, joined Facebook groups, invested in different type of programs, and now I'm providing email marketing, product styling, photography, um, social media management or marketing, um, um, what else, Facebook advertisement, anything in a digital realm, I'm trying to have my hands on because especially mm-hmm. with the so many amazing Black-owned women businesses yeah. that are out there, I want to be a part of their success. Like, I want to be able to help them reach from point A to B to all the way to Z if I can. That's awesome. That is great. I think that's so good that literally, like, people found, how would I say that? Like, people were coming to you because you were good at something. And then literally, they was like, this this is actually something that you can do for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really good to kind of take away, too, like, 
when people are saying, um, you know, those who are, you know, struggling with um, trying to find their purpose or trying to find like what they're good at, when people come to you for something over and over and over, that's your pay skill. attention, pay yeah. attention. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. your skill. Pay attention. Cause I've kind of got the same experience too. Like people kept asking, oh, your feet's good. Like, oh, I just do this for myself. Like, yeah. oh no, I'm good. But <laughs> it, it's, it's literally like, I thought this was easy. You know, this is easy to me. It may not be easy, easy for you. So I think that's amazing. Um, so what does your morning routine look like? All right. So it changed up recently, which I'm trying to get it back. Um, I'm an avid, um, cosmetic (laughs) type of girl. So I just left from having surgery. I'm very transparent about that. So I just left from having, um, cosmetic surgery, liposuction. So, Mm -hmm. uh, my mornings are not the way it was before I left for surgery. Mm -hmm. So like on a good day, I will wake up in the morning. I will walk into my kitchen. I have like a little area where I burn my incense. I have this um, sculpture that reminds me of my mom. She's very spiritual. So I, when I purchased that, I'm like, okay, this is going to be my spiritual area. So I would burn my incense. I would mm-hmm. speak out or even write down a lot of my affirmations. Um, and then I will go into breakfast mode. After breakfast, I'll come here to this desk and start working. And I'm literally at this desk. Um, So I don't really have like all these things that I do because my daughter is 17. She's already out of the door, driving to school. I don't have any kids to manage, to monitor, (laughs) but her dog that I have to walk at 6 p.m. So, (laughs) but now it's like off kilter. I don't have that balance and, and I can't wait to get back on that. I'm waking up 6.30 in the morning sometimes just to drive an hour away to go get a massage, just to come back. It's just a lot in the morning. So I can't wait till I'm able to have that, you know, mm-hmm. style because I feel yeah. like it's so important to start with um, an inhale, exhale moment, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. It does. And I feel like a lot of times um, when we don't have that, like, me time I guess in a sense Mm -hmm. like okay that time where this is I'm kind of pouring into myself time so if that's reading a word if that's like literally just reading a chapter like if it's something that is like that you're giving to yourself first before you give to the world you know what I mean I think that's super important like okay let me just pour into myself first before I get on social media before I email all these clients before I work on this project like let me have a time for me and that's in the morning that's gonna set like my day so I think that's good I, but and I think it's also good like you were saying like you had one but you like you want to get back into it and that's cool like that's the grace well, that I can't happen. say I can't say that this drive this hour or two drive that I'm having I'm able to get back into listening to my podcast and that's mm-hmm. been I'm, I'm an avid podcast listener Um, And I've been able to kind of like just, you know, get into just listening, you know, and not having to like worry about anything else, just listening. So I love that. I love that. Just listening. I love that. Um, So who inspires you as an entrepreneur right now? So I don't have anyone specific and I'm going to tell you why, um, who inspire me now there is it's a category and that this is digital creators okay every day all day i'm putting time out literally just to save 
so many reels to prepare myself because mm-hmm. it's just like these there are so many creative people building a business off yeah. of just being creative right, right. so for yeah. me those are the entrepreneurs that are inspiring me you know mm-hmm. these are people that probably went to college for four to five six years and they're not doing nothing that they went to college for or probably people like me that went to college got an associate's degree quit and decided just to do again something that I just learned something that I that just fell on my lap and now I'm doing it consistently but right. being a digital creator is not really as simple as it is you have to have your makeup them have your hair done get a photographer um find locations and and, and editing it's it's a lot of work so right. those are people that inspire me because every day they're figuring out better ways to top themselves I love that. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I guess I was expecting like one person, but no, that's, that's good. Like a whole category. That's amazing. So over the years, um, what do you feel like has forced you into pivoting into your career? Right. So I know you said you at first kind of started off with like just doing social media strategy. I think strategist, you're a social media strategist. And so eventually you're like, you know what? No, this is not enough for me. Like I want to put my hands, I want to have my hands in everything. I want to have my hands in as far as in the digital marketing space, like what was that transformation? And, you know, why did you like want to pivot? Like, okay, this is good, but I want to be able to kind of do it all in a sense. Okay. So I'm going to be honest on money. Once (laughs) once it's a cap and I'm not able to pass that number. And it's like every month is looking the same. I got to figure out a way out to make more, you know? So for me, money is the drive. Um, because I have a child that's turning 18. Um, Once I became a full-time entrepreneur and I saw how far my business could grow, um, it was like, okay, how do I make more money? And the answer is finding more people on your team to delegate work or to help you grow your business. Mm. So for me, yes, it's more money, but the more money I make, the more my monthly expenses will come because these are, this is, the money I have to put out to the people that's going to help me grow my business. So to be honest, like to pivoting for me was first money, but when um, the pandemic hit and, and COVID came, pivoting, pivoting was not an issue because so many businesses received money for their business. Right. So that was actually one of my best years so far was it actually was the first year of me being a full-time entrepreneur. So like the first year, but then once people stopped, either they ran out of money, um, they weren't receiving any more money. Pivoting for me is how can I continue building my business and not depending on a client saying, I can't afford you anymore. Tell us about that. Tell <laughs> us about that. I'm in that, I'm in that, that moment right now. Tell me, how does that work out? So it's that? just like having a nine to five job. If if you're if you're um at the company you work for say, hey, we have to kind of like, you know, um, budget and we're going to have to drop some people or, hey, we can no longer offer you overtime or unlimited overtime. And that now is limited. They're controlling how much you make. They're, they're in control of your business. So you mm-hmm. have to a, figure out another service that you can provide for people mm-hmm. that needs it consistently. Right. Okay. Or you have to kind of like say, how can I continue making money in my sleep? And some of that is digital products, right? You know, coaching, bringing value to your audience 
So that way, when you are able to sell them a product, you can now put it on Evergreen that could continue to go and go and go and go, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, being a digital marketer is great, but when you deal with a business and things that shift like social media, that one day, which was someday this week, Monday. I think I was working. Yeah, Monday. Monday there was no social media I heard, but I was busy doing product photography. So I wasn't on my phone, but mm -hmm. I, when I finally got off of work, one of my friends was like, hey, I hope your business is going well and your clients are not upset because Instagram um, is up. Turned, I mean, it's not was not on or whatever. Right. It was down. Um, lucky for me, I provide a service that doesn't require social media and that's email marketing and SMS marketing. So mm -hmm. being able to know about other services and again, education is key. I am always a student. If you follow me on social media, you'll see once in a while, I'm always sharing like me learning, learning, learning. And I'm going to always be a student because anything can happen with social media, but you always going to have an email list where you can communicate with your audience. You're going right. to always have their text message where you can have that conversation with them. You get what I'm saying? So being able to say what other service I can provide that doesn't take control of my income, right? Or doesn't take control mm -hmm. of my business. You deal with business owners, right? If they're not having a good day, they technically, although they need you, they don't need you. They right. can say, I can do this by myself because right. this is now an expense that I can save. How can you prevent yourself from doing that by providing a serve by providing products for business owners that probably don't need to pay you recurring, but multiple business owners are coming to get that, that product from you, and that's digital products. Wow. That's good. Ooh, okay. Okay. Because literally, when I tell you, that's been the thing when it comes to like having a service, providing a service instead of having a product, I feel like it's easier to sell a product. That's just like in my experience versus you're literally in servicing, you're selling yourself. Right. So like, um, I think it's, I think it's really good when you said like, it's literally like having a nine to five. Right. So if they're cutting people, okay, now you're literally in the control of the customer versus like, Hey, I don't need you. So that $1,500 is gone for the month. Right. Okay. Now I need to figure out how to basically make that, you know, 1500, um, for the month versus, you know, in a sense. So I think that's really good. Um, and those digital products will, you know, if they're good, I guess, in a sense, um, or coming up with their own product, your own online course, that would be right. Also helpful. Right, right, right. Yeah. And just having that as evergreen, I think that's super dope, super, um, super amazing. So do you, the question, cause I know you work with some really like popular brands do you still have to like pitch yourself to different clients so yes and no okay. um I have a specific clientele that they would spend a certain type of amount of money right mm -hmm. Facebook advertisement the people that follow me on Instagram they are technically not my Facebook advertisement client because right. those clients are more high-end and they're right. they're they're most likely seven figure uh, clients right. or there are people that have a, but the budget to, for me to help them get to seven figures. Right. So those are the people that I pitch to. Um, I've, I've offered a lot of free services for big brands, people that you probably follow that I don't really talk about. Mm -hmm. And I will probably say, Hey, to prove my point, I'll give you one month free. Right. I haven't done that in a while, but that's very common. 
for me when it comes to like Facebook advertising because these are people that can make money without any ads. They can just post wow. their Instagram and make money. But to be able to see the value of advertising, they will it will blow their mind, right? Right, right. Um, so in order for me to kind of get them through that threshold of trusting and believing me, I mm-hmm. technically offer that service to them as a courtesy for one month. That's kind of like how I pitch myself just for that service alone. And then from there, they have the choice to say, hey, I'm interested in, continuing a recurring service, you know, a recurring project with you. But other than that, I've been blessed to not have to. But when you think about it, when I go on Instagram live, when I create a reel, when I'm posting content about educational stuff, Mm -hmm. that's me pitching myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm building that trust like no factor. And that's me saying, hey, I I know enough for you to know that I'm the right person for your business. Right. No, that's, 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 that's good. And I think that, I think also too, like being able to, okay, create content that's going to put position yourself to know like, okay, I'm an expert in this and being able to kind of pitch yourself to your, your followers, your clients or um, often. And I think that's really good. I think sometimes we miss that mark because we get so wrapped up in comparing ourselves or um, even like, just getting distracted from, you know, distracted yeah. from the purpose that you are in on Instagram to have a business versus just to post pictures. So I think that's awesome. Um, so who has been the most impactful person in your life? My daughter. She is okay. my therapist. <laughs> she's, not that. She's, she's going to be a therapist, but she's the I am so blessed to have a child like her. She's the opposite of me, personality-wise. Um, she's just someone that I wish I was at her age, right? Mm. So sometimes, like, you know, just recently, well, not recently, but um, she had her first friendship breakup, like break it up with someone, someone really close to her. Yeah. And for me, when that happens, it's like, I'm just, like, consumed with that, right? I'm like what did I do, whatever, whatever. And I'm trying to figure out ways like how, in my mind, how could I have made that conversation or that situation better? Right. She is more, she's in tune. She knows what she wants from a friend and what she can provide an offer. And wow. she told, when she said, you know, gave me the, the, the situation with her friend, she told the girl like, Hey, I, I have no blah, blah, but I just, I just don't think we align with each other, right? And it's just like at well, seventeen I, years old. Yeah, that conversation with someone, and she she said, you know, I just um, unfollow her, block her, you know, um, because every time I would see her, I would get upset again, or um, I would feel like maybe I should check on her, but no, why should I check on someone that hurt me that bad? You know what I'm saying? Or betray me. Um, yeah. I don't want to give them that opportunity to do that again, especially as someone that haven't been around long enough as my other friends. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, wow, like that's amazing how she can control her narrative and make sure she can maintain the peace that she wants in her life. You know what I'm saying? So she inspired me. She's 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 the reason why for a lot of things that I do, you know, and I always yeah. keep her in mind. Or sometimes I say like, what will she do? Because she's just so calm with a lot of things. <laughs> And I'm very impulsive and it can be very irate at times. <laughs> she sounds like super mature for 17. I don't think I wasn't even thinking on that level. Like, yeah. 
no, I was not thinking like that at all. Well, that's, that's great. And I think it's good to know, like, as a mom, like, that's good that you're saying that your daughter has like, you, you kind of like, I wouldn't say you're inspired by her in a sense, but like, that's like your motivation. And she like yeah, kind of sure. keeps you grounded. And I, I love that, that you're able to say that. Cause I think a lot of times as parents, sometimes I don't know from experience, but I just like from my mother standpoint or, you know, being in that relationship is like, it has to be in a certain way, but I love that you're just so open to yeah, like just sure. being, you know, with your daughter. Um, so I, what challenges in entrepreneurship has shaped your business um, as it is today? I know a lot of times like people say like, you know, I started this business, I literally lost everything. And then literally like there was this moment, there's a season where everything just like worked and then it's just been like going well ever since um what would you say about that so that's not actually my story because for me it has to work right so for me mm. I'm always on go I've, I've always um coined myself to be the girl that just gets shit done mm-hmm. so the changing moment for me is when I realized um because I started therapy because of my business when things got really, really good, it also got really, really overwhelming for me as yeah. far as like being able to communicate with my clients about boundaries, being yeah. able to, you know, when you started out, being accessible was like something that was okay because you just wanted this work. You right. wanted to be able to over exceed their expectations. So whatever they wanted, you wanted to be on it, right? Mm-hmm. But as you continue to grow your business, you don't have the capacity to be there for every single client the way they want you to be there. So being able to communicate that was a struggle for me. I got therapy and being able to communicate with not only with my clients, but also with my team was something I had to work on to the point where I felt like I'm okay that I'm not the once, once you become, once you come into my business, you become a client. I'm okay that I don't have to speak to every client every day. That's what a project manager or an assistant is for now, or the people that actually works on that team, the account manager is for that now. So right. not being able to be accessible has been a big relief for me mm-hmm. as a business owner. But for me, like saying, oh, I lost everything. I technically won't, I, and, and I know it happens to other people, but for me, prayer, affirmations in the morning, put me in the stand for, for like, I'm prepared to yeah. not lose everything because I am I can see it when things are going slow. I'm yeah. ready to pick it. I can yeah. see it if things are not the way I want it to be at an early stage. I just don't allow it to get to that point. So my, my change or my like, where I saw like, if I don't handle this right now, I'm going to lose everything was being able to communicate, creating boundaries and having a therapist make me understand like, why do I get so overwhelmed? Why am I, you know, why can't I Mm -hmm. speak the way other people speak to other, you know, I'm just not that business owner and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I love, Oh, I love that. I think that's good. Like those boundaries are everything those boundaries are everything and just being accessible. I think that's amazing. And um, it's so funny too. I had a, a incident today is Wednesday. <laughs> I had a little, um, a blur because I was in the space of like being super, su- super accessible with all of my clients and literally everyone's hitting me up, sending me boxers, sending me emails. And it's like, okay, 
Kaylin, I don't have to respond within 20 minutes. I don't have to respond. Like, I don't have to be so like urgent with every single thing. Everything is not an urgent matter. And so I think it's good to like get back in that place of like, that's why you have an assistant. That's why you have a project manager. And if you don't like schedule out those times when you're going to communicate back with your clients or when you're going to work on certain things, I think that's amazing because then that releases the being overwhelmed and getting those, you know, getting anxious and getting anxiety and getting like very anxiety. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. I think that is such a big thing that, um, especially as um, Black women who are entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of times we have so many different roles that we play. You know, yeah. if it's the wife, it's the, the uh, mom, if it's the business owner, if it's all these different roles, I think it's really good for us to just kind of take a break and just delegate and being able to really just, um, like you said, you know, go into a therapist. Hey, I need help. I need help to figure out why I'm not this way or how I can do better. And I think that's amazing. Um, so last question. I know we have this, but this is a really good talk. And I, I feel like I really needed this for me to like reassure, okay, I'm on the right path. But when it's time to pivot, it's time to pivot, basically. And I don't have to lose it all for, for, um, for me to be able to say I had a good fight or say that um, my business went well in a sense like that. So do you, do you believe you're operating in your purpose today as of today? That's my next session with a therapist <laughs> because I, 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 lately I've been struggling with that. And I think I have, it's be, again, it's because, you know, doing social media, um, well, being in the social media realm, Mm-hmm. especially this year with the change with the i update with the apple ios that that again stripped me right i lost a lot of clients because that change for um a lot of clients really hurt their business you know yeah. so yeah. it's just like hey again facebook can't control the way i make money right mm. so it's like is this something i really want to do long term mm. who, who is to say that social media is going to be around for long term but yeah. that doesn't mean Facebook will be, Instagram right. will be. TikTok is the leading factor. But what I can say is once someone does something else, Instagram finds a way to re, re, reinvent it, right? I can say that. But again, that doesn't mean it's going to be there. However, email marketing has been there for a very, very, very long time because you have control of that list. This is a list that you earn, right? right? It's yeah. not only the list that you earn, this is like you can build a million followers, like a million subscribers, right? But mm-hmm. it, it won't shut down. Mm. It won't just shut down. Now there may be some diff- that, that te- technical issues with it, but it just won't shut down. Like you will always have their email list. You will always okay. be able to communicate with them. You will always have their telephone number. So if social media is shut down, you can still so- send someone a text message. You can right. still communicate. So today. To be truthfully honest with you today, I am working on trying to figure out what is my purpose as far as my career, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What is my purpose as far as like, because ultimately I have dreams of, you know, when I say my affirmations in the morning, part of that is I want to be an influencer. I want to influence people. I Mm -hmm. want to um, be able to impact others, especially Black women that own business. 
this, right? I yeah. want to be that girl that people think of when they want to make a change in their business. Right. That's the impact I want to make. I want people to come to my Instagram feed and feel like they can take actual steps for their business immediately without having to spend a penny, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's also things that I want to do for myself. I want to be seen as also a, 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 an influencer that I can have affiliate marketing with. You know, I want right. to do things that brand myself. So yeah. I'm kind of stuck at that moment, right? And then mm. I'm turning 40 next year. So it's like, don't No, you me. are not. You are not. No, you. I do not believe you. I do not. Thank you so much. That. No, especially when you said that you had a 17-year-old daughter. I say, wait a second. No, no. Six yes, is not thank you so like much. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, okay, yeah. I, and you know what's so funny? That kind of leads into my next question. Like, what's your exit plan? As a digital marketer, as the one who has their hand, who is like a big influencer when it comes to their uh, clients in that social media realm, like, what do you feel like is your exit plan, in a sense? I, I is there I, one? Yeah, at, at, at this moment, I don't have an exit plan because... I don't look, I mean, I'm prepared for retirement. I prepared yeah. that like with life insurance and with, um, with even employment insurance, like, you know, because once you become an entrepreneur, you need, if God forbid something happened to you, you know, yeah. although something happened to you today, it won't go into effect until three months after, you know, um, there's still a plan for that. But as far as like retirement, I don't see myself saying, Oh, I, I want to retire at 45. Like, I don't see my, I want to continue being a boss that I am. I want yeah. to be flourishing. Um, I don't have an exit plan. And I'm hoping that exit plan includes me, my husband, you know, and another dog. <laughs> That's just how the exit plan that I'm thinking of, because those are the places that I'm still kind of like trying to figure it out. But other yeah. than that, I, I see myself working and doing the things that I love on a, for a long time. I love that. I, I love that. Um, and I think the why I really asked this is because I think that sometimes like we are, like you said, being in certain industries, it's like, okay, is this, is this going to be around for a long time? Right? Like it is, but like, do I need to, am I going to have to pivot with it? Am I going to have to change everything because of what's going on in a sense? So I know for me, it has been like annoying being someone um, who does social media is like, okay, you know what, this Instagram, like, you know, shutting down or just changing, changing everything up. It's just like, it's a constant battle. Like, how can I, or how can, you know, women who are in the space of still trying to figure it out, how can they say like, I don't know, like, would, would you, would you recommend like, okay, just stay, stay in it, and or start trying like you said I don't wait till like it falls apart I start pivoting when I see something come like when I see a fire I'm I'm already in the process of making something else happen in a sense so for you for example like Instagram went down that's not the first time it went down right I know we know like what we what what plan we have for our clients right and this is the conversation we need to have for them but also being able to have that plan b for yourself because in their mind they lost especially if they focus on social media being their social income they lost some money that day but Mm -hmm. if you keep that conversation with them and say hey this is the plan we have you know and then you can even charge them just a fee 
for that email, that, that one email, and it could be a template and you can say, hey, I have a plan for whenever the Instagram goes down. This is a template that we technically use. You can change it so it could fit for your business. Now you already have, now imagine you have a five clients and you already prepared that template for them. You know what right. I'm saying? Or have that conversation with them um, once, Insta once Instagram does go down, what type of sales should they be uh, um, creating? You know what I'm saying? Like have that conversation with them so you don't feel like there's there's no way out for them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to yeah. come back to you. They're going to mm -hmm. be like, well, what, what do I do? You want to have an answer for that. But at right. the end of the day, for you, being a social media manager, there needs to be more outside of just social media managing. You right. know, and I, I say that because I don't know, I no longer offer social media managing services. Yeah. Um, I kind of just create a service that provides you content, captions, hashtags, and a feed of 30 posts, but it does not include management. So right. we're not responding to comments. We're not um, communicating um, with incoming messages through, you know, DM. Yeah. We're not, we're not um, uploading stories. We're not doing that, but we're creating a feed that helps you because you don't have the, as a business owner, you don't have the time to create this feed. Right. You don't right. know what type of captions to put up, but you can continue communicate with your audience in real time. And if you don't, then maybe hire an assistant that can do that because your feed is already prepared for you. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. offering things that can assist you with, you don't have to be hands-on and now yeah. you have the time to do another service, right? Yeah. Or something else, or maybe building your own brand whatever the case may be, but you already planned this ahead for another client, real time doesn't mean anything to you because you can focus on something else. That's awesome. That's dope. I like that a lot. That's good. Thank you for that. Um, girl, you are like, Leslie speaking to my soul today, girl. <laughs> I was not expecting this. I, was, I feel like I'm getting whooped right now. Um, but no, this is really good. I, I, like I said, I needed, I know if I needed, someone else needed, needs um, that just reinsurance and that encouragement to still keep going and just always having like different plans in order. Um, so last question. So what's your favorite quote that you live by? Change is inevitable. <laughs> okay. When I heard that for me, it's not a quote, it's more of a statement because I'm, I'm never locked into something long-term. I'm always expecting that there's a possibility something's going to change and I yeah. have to be prepared for that. When I yeah. heard that the first time is when I worked at a nine to five and then um, it, I, I worked at this company for 11 years. And I remember um, the, what is the, the class that you do before you start? What is that called? Or like Orientation. You know? Yeah, orientation. They said, there's one thing that we're going to always promise you. Change is inevitable, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, that's fine, right? But then you get so content with a certain pay. I'm, not, I'm sorry, uh, um, that job gave me unlim unlimited overtime or then the managers changed and the company changed from one name to another name and then you had to deal with new managers. It was like, I was ready for the change, but then you get so content of being comfortable where you at and it's like, once that shift changed, it takes a while to kind of get ready to, you know, get comfortable in another place. Yeah. So for me, knowing that things are not going to always be the same and I need to be prepared for that change. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, I no longer, once I see myself being comfortable, I think that, that at that moment, there needs to be a change. There mm -hmm. needs to be something that makes me feel like I'm tired. I, I'm really tired. 
But once I'm like to a point where I'm lazy and I'm just laying back and letting everybody, like I told someone recently, like when that change happened with Facebook, I got to go back to being an employee in my business, right? I delegated so much work that yeah. I almost felt so comfortable doing things outside of my business where when yeah. I came back, I was so content with the people I had on my team yeah. that I realized like, wait a minute, like I'm not reaching my goals anymore. I'm not, I'm not trying to hit bigger numbers because I got yeah. so comfortable. I need to get back to being that employee that I was for my business, which means yeah. I need to push the envelope more. I need to feel uncomfortable again. So yeah. being able to consistently change, I'm okay with that. I don't want to just be the same every year, every month, every season, every quarter. I, I'm ready for a change consistently. So change is inevitable and I'm okay with that. Whoa. And we dropped the mic. That's it. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Oh man, that is amazing. That's amazing. Um, I there's I just I there's nothing to say. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I was thinking of something definitely not that, but I think especially being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur. I've been in those seasons where I've been super like grinding out, like hustling, inboxing all these different people, stretching, just doing multiple things, starting businesses and all that stuff. And then sometimes I do get in a season where I'm just like, still, drive. yeah, like it's, it's just like, let me just, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. And then like, no, like, no, I need to, I need to constantly like, again, like, and also I hear change. I hear growth, like yes, constantly sure. in yes. change, constantly being growth, constantly like improving, changing routine and like changing friendships, changing, like just right. kind of growing in all those aspects. So I think that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's amazing. So I appreciate you so much for this conversation. It was amazing for me. You blessed my spirit. You blessed like my business. I'm about to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I'm so serious. Um, but is there any last things that you kind of want to share um, where people can follow you? Anything that you have coming up or new or anything like that? Well, currently I am opening up. Um, I've recently opened up my calendar for more product styling um, services. We are, we just recently launched a holiday campaign service, which provides clients that um, currently do not have um, a system where they have campaigns going on during the holidays mm -hmm. and they don't have a strategy, but they do have a list of subscribers that they can, can communicate with. So we mm -hmm. have a service for people that have a minimum of a thousand subscribers um, that they're using Clavio that as the email provider service provider. Um, we're still providing again, um, product styling for clients that wants to get that high end look, even though yeah. they're still at the early stage of their business where they don't have that high quality, you know, label, we can definitely refresh those brands and give mm -hmm. them the look they're looking for that's competitive. Um, yeah. You can reach me on UR, the letter U, the letter R, prettyhot.com to get more information on my services. Um, and then follow me on Pretty Hot Marketing. That's where I'm really providing more information, um, helping businesses out on that account. Um, and the other accounts, Pretty Hot Lifestyle and just Pretty Hot. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I super appreciate you. And I just, again, I'm so blessed by this, by this, um, this interview. It was amazing. And I just can't wait to see all that. I feel like, honestly, like you've been following, it's like, 
I get to finally meet the person I've been watching for a long time. And it's just like, Thank oh my so God, it's, it's amazing. So I'm super grateful. And I am just so thankful for this. Thank you. And thank you for the invite. I really appreciate it. Of course.